This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 22, another Wisdom Wednesday. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hey everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday. Our topic for the, our show today is the Wealth Pyramid. Now, the Wealth Pyramid provides a great example of how to build a solid foundation for a very well-structured wealth plan. I think a lot of what I will discuss regarding the architecture and the layers of this Wealth Pyramid isn't really anything new or revolutionary, but it might provide you with some food for thought of evaluating your current financial or wealth plan. So, we all know the story of the three little pigs building their houses of straw, sticks, and bricks. Now, there's a very good lesson for adults in the story as well. Is your financial house built of straw, sticks, or bricks? How would it hold up against the big bad wolf blowing against it? The big bad wolf could be a stock market crash or a housing market crash. How would your house hold up? You know, we can use the analogy of building a house as well, where we need to pour a very nice solid foundation first before we do anything else. But how many people really pour a solid foundation before they build the rest of their house? This wealth pyramid is really something that anyone can structure for themselves, regardless of their income level or net worth. I've always been a big believer of studying what successful people do already and then trying to implement it on a smaller scale in my own life. So let's get into the pyramid. The bottom of the pyramid, if you can imagine a pyramid in front of you, or a triangle, and the first foundational piece of the wealth pyramid is your health, relationships, your mindset, and your sole purpose and human life value, which includes your skill sets and special gifts. A financial wealth plan without it really is doomed. These are the areas of constant improvement as well. You should always be working on your health, your relationships, living your sole purpose and providing value to others through your special gifts and talents and also work on improving your human life value through learning new skill sets. Now, in the conservative part of this wealth pyramid, the first thing that I would put in there is a tracking device or a financial dashboard where you can track all of your financial activity, your expenses and your income. You know where all of your money is going. And you can also set up a flexible spending plan, which is the term that I prefer instead of a budget because that's more restrictive than a flexible spending plan. And I'll explain that in a second as well. But both of those features should be on your conservative side. So we have a dashboard where all of our financial information is so we can track it and improve on it, and then we also have a flexible spending plan. Within the conservative part of this wealth pyramid, too, is wealth capture and saving strategies. Now, the biggest obstacle that we need to overcome when we are pursuing financial goals is the human element. We have talked about Parkinson's Law, where Narcody Parkinson wrote a book called Parkinson's Law, in which he isolates some limitations we all experience and particularly focuses on the behavior of individuals within a group. So in, in Parkinson's law, he writes, 
work expands to meet the time envelope allowed. This means that if we have five days to complete a task, it will take five days to complete the task. If we were allowed 30 days to complete the same task, we would take 30 days to complete that task. Parkinson's law also states that a luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity and expenses rise equal to income. That is very important to understand because in a financial context, we can define Parkinson's law as the more you earn, the more you spend. So when our income increases, our expenses usually rise to meet or exceed that increase in income. So we're always working against Parkinson's law. So how do we combat that? Well, if we set up a wealth capture strategy, we can evade Parkinson's law by building this infrastructure and system against it. So we're taking out the human element. One way to take out the human element is to set up a separate account where you can automatically transfer a percentage of every dollar that comes into our personal economy. So you can set this up, open up a separate bank account, and every single dollar that comes into your personal economy, 10 cents automatically goes out into that separate account. This ensures that you'll be paid first at all times, a very powerful principle, and allows you to capture 10% of every single dollar that comes into your personal economy. And we'll talk about wealth capture vehicles in future podcasts. So then that ties into the flexible spending plan. Once you've captured your wealth through setting up the proper infrastructure and architecture and a percentage of every single dollar that comes into your personal economy is captured through your wealth capture strategy, you can be more flexible in your flexible spending plan and not as restrictive as you have to be in a budget because you're already capturing a certain percentage of your income. An example that I've always used is a massage. Now, if a massage enables you to be more productive in creating income in your work, your business, and your investments, why wouldn't you put that in your flexible spending plan? So there's a lot more room and a lot more flexibility in that than in a restrictive budget. In your wealth capture account too, you should aim to have six months to two years of living expenses saved up that you can access if there's any emergencies or just to capitalize on investment opportunities if they present themselves. Also, part of your conservative layer should be monitoring your credit score. You should know what your credit score is and find out ways to improve it. You can go online. There's a ton of resources available. I believe there's a, a resource 720 creditscore.com. They have free videos of information of how they calculate your credit score and ways to improve it. If you're living in the United States and any other country for that matter, really, a credit score is very, very important and can save you thousands of dollars. As part of your conservative layer as well, you should have protective strategies, which includes life insurance, car insurance, homeowners insurance. And then you should also have estate planning and tax planning strategies in here. Emergency preparedness also falls under the protective strategies, so have enough freeze-dried food, water, and other needs if something happens. You know, we, we live in a world today where there's a lot of natural disasters, so just having this as part of your overall plan is very responsible. On the conservative layer, I would also add that just to have some cash on hand in your home, and then I would also put precious metals in there. Precious metals is a hedge against inflation, and in case of a severe emergency, could be used for bartering. The third layer includes more moderate investments and strategies. So what I would put in there is businesses that you own and control, 
real estate investments, very conservative real estate investments, conservative paper assets like bonds and precious metals. The fourth and final layer at the top of the pyramid is the growth portion of your plan. Now, if you have the first three layers of your plan sorted, your foundation, you have your conservative, and then your moderate, this part of your plan allows you to swing for the fences in business, real estate, commodities, and paper assets. The money that you allocate for this growth part of your plan should be money that you could afford to lose. Examples are some real estate investments that involve syndication, investing in the businesses of others, and trading commodities and st as well as stock trading and options trading. The biggest problem with the majority of people is that they start at the growth layer, putting their entire retirement plan at risk in the stock market without having any of the first three layers set up. Most of us have been bombarded with propaganda to save for retirement in vehicles that could lose all of their value. So mutual funds and the retirement plans, I mean, that's in your growth portion of any solid, well-rounded financial plan, and that would be in the growth portion of the wealth pyramid. There's a huge difference between saving and investing, but that's a topic for another show. Before I go, I just want to extend an invitation. My friend Manish Bindi from Gold Silver for Life is hosting a webinar, Three Steps to Cash Flow Gold and Silver. Manish is showing people how to use their gold and silver holdings to create income streams. You can register for the webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash gold silver webinar. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, cashflowninja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.